Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to stay positive all episode long. I just wanted to say that I'm making an affirmation that it is the holidays and my husband is very festive. You are Christmas plus. Yeah. Christmas to the the second power. Christmas? Christmas. Did you just say Christmas? Christmas. You are Christmas plus Christmas cubed. Christmas squared. There needs to be a bigger one than just times two. You're like cracked out Christmas. Cracked out Christmas. Yes. Welcome, you festive dirties. Okay, Okay, that works. That'll work. Well, there's no Christmas word that starts with D. There isn't. So I'm going to call you guys my delicious, delectably delicious dirties. Mm. Merry Christmas. Happy holiday. um, Happy Hanukkah. First night of Hanukkah was last week. Mm. And I don't know what else there is. The longest night of the year is December 21st. That is also the first day of winter officially. Mm. You guys, we have a very, 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 very special shout out today. Happy birthday, Michelle Metcalf. I wanted to tell you that I am calling you. I don't know when we're going to get through, but I am going to call you. She is a VIP Patreon Dirty, and it is her birthday. You and I are supposed to hop on the phone, so hopefully by the time this airs, we have already done that. The Christmas is Christmasing. Yes. Tommy is Tommying. Yes, um, MJ is MJing. Also, we are almost at the end of the year. Yeah. It's happening in my household, and I... I want to thank you for being so patient with me on my ongoing saga of clearing and cleaning and organizing. That's what you're calling it. I'm All seeing right. a lot of headway. Are you? Yes. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I did my makeup. Okay. All of my toiletries okay. under my bathroom sink I have just so that everybody knows and agrees, hopefully, you have enough space in your bathroom. Like you have to have like sensible storage. You have to have dedicated bins. One reason why I can always tell you what something in my bathroom is doing, it's because I always will put the tweezers inside the tweezer thing that it comes in and I always put it in that drawer. Mm. I keep tweezers next to my dental stuff. There's just like a category that I know. It's like in my head, it's like four aisles of the drugstore. Yeah, I wonder what the fuck's going on up there. Yeah, like dental floss. No, no, in your head. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure there's a squirrel chasing a mouse somewhere up there, dude. <laughs> I always keep my um, hair tools. The drawer that I have, you guys, in my bathroom is too small to keep more than, but I keep like my 
hair ties, my combs, my brushes, all of those kind of hair things. And then there's like the underneath bin under the sink for like the bulky items, like the hairsprays and the mousses and whatever. Anyway, my point is that shit, I took everything out, cleaned the bin that it was in, put everything back, looked and see if there was anything I can toss away if it's whatever. And I just, you know, I'm giving my bathroom a thorough... The bin that we're in would be a good name for your book. <laughs> okay. Well, you are an author. You have published a book. I have. I have. It's speaking of goals. When we get to our goals, that's one of the things that I wanted this year, and I did it. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. But um, Yeah. I don't want to talk about goals this week. Yeah. You, just, you did bring it up. Yeah. You did bring it up. We did get a money tree. My, oh, yes. My wife's been taking very good care of it. I do want to give traveling. her, sh you know, like those water bottles where you just like spritz it the way that they water orchid? Yeah. You know. With, uh, totally, because I water tons of orchids. You don't put the water like into the thing. You just oh. have to like, keep the leaves moist. Oh, mm. didn't know. Like spritz Again, it. again, who would have thought? But this is science week, guys. Science week. Um, science week. <laughs> we are just, we are really, really, really giving you all our science knowledge. I decided that these um, liquidation sale store candles, like this one that I got that says, that, it promises to be campfire nights. Mm. It doesn't smell at all. Mm. You guys, I'd say it's like why one of those 12 ounce ones. It's a you, big jar. Why don't you ever light the candle I got you, that, that nice candle? That one? Yeah. Okay, let's light it. That's a big money it smells candle. Smells a lot nicer than that non-smelling candle. And it's always a pet peeve when the mm. price tag on something that you buy, you have to like get goo gone and scrape it off. But That's so janky. Today's day and age, uh, we can't do better. You know what I mean? We can't do better than that. We gotta because you're punish right. It's, you. it's such a and like if you buy a gift for someone, especially this is a perfect time to have the conversation yeah, you can because never like get a candle from a close up. But store. if you buy the, <laughs> yeah, don't forget, you really can't. Yeah, don't it could be, be like that. friendship suicide. Yeah, don't be giving that for your Christmas gifts. But I, I, it's not just candles either. There's a lot of gifts that you'll buy that you'll do that, and when you see like it's very tacky to leave the price tag on anything, and like if you leave it on, it's gonna be like home good. Like, yeah, dude. not even it's just as tacky. So then when you take it off, it, it looks bad. It looks bad. Like it doesn't look brand new no. when you take it and there's that sticky shit Oh, no, shit you're there. wrong. If you spend 45 minutes of oh, your yeah. day, yeah, absolutely. you can do you a five-part treatment. Yes, yes. So you can oil it. Pre-oil it, soak it in yeah. the sun. Yes, that's, then you can come back. You're right. You're make sure right. you didn't get your nails done and Truthfully, have that's, gloves. that says love more than the gift. So you know what I mean? Does. Like if you give someone a gift where really with the, the price tag, what you're talking about, I know... Everyone listening yeah. knows exactly what you're talking about. Oh, when yeah. the price tag is just such a bitch to get off, yeah, if you go through the all that to really get it off and make it look pristine, that's a better thought that counts type deal than the actual gift that you're giving. I, I see where your heart's at, and you're right, but... And you can't, you, keep, you can't somebody, leave it on there and cross it out. I know, I know, I know. That's I know. tacky that's not, shit. Tommy... We know. Yeah. No, but some people do that. Some, you're going to get a suggestion, I promise, right now. Someone's out there like, oh, just leave it and just cross the price tag out. Nobody's going to say that. Nobody, no, no, nobody's no going to say that. No dirty will say that. Then you really are a filthy, filthy son of a bitch. Anyway, so you want to hear something crazy? This <sighs> candle that you got me right here? You guys, it's the Diptyque. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, these are all done in France. Mm, I don't FYI. Have if you have one of these candles, 
It was literally poured in France. Uh, FYI, again, going Not back Paris, to going, going back Paris. to proper gift giving. My wife mentioned it in like a throwaway line. What? That if you ever want to get me a gift, this is what you should get me. When she said it, we were by the place on walking. I took out my phone. I made a note, and then fast forward. I don't know. It was for a birthday or anniversary, Mother's whatever. Day. Yeah, whatever. It was months later. I got her the gift because I already had it. So if you're ever out there with someone and they they leave you an egg of what to get them, foster, nurture the egg. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. She really? Just, they like, just told me. Just write it down. What, make a note. What eggs do you drop? You don't drop eggs. Oh, I drop eggs all the time. I've actually told you three different times what, what I want this year for Christmas. You have? Yeah, and you haven't paid attention. Disneyland. That's one. Okay. That was my we birthday. We agreed we're doing that. That's my birthday. Yes, that's, that's your birthday. One. Okay. Well, and there was. You want to go to Tahoe? No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, sure, but that's not. Well, that's what you said to me that no. you wanted to do. You said I want to go on a vacation. No, no, I said I wanted something. I said I wanted something. You mean inanimate object? You're talking about? In, yeah. Like not an experience. No. You've said to me I three know. times already what you want. Your tangible, the yeah. one that I can wrap and put under the tree. Yes. You've said what it is. Yes. And can you eat it? Because knowing can, you. You can eat it. <laughs> could you? Is it edible? No, it's not edible. It's not like steaks from that place in New York or no, whatever? It's, it's, oh, that would be fucking good too. But well, no. See, no. so I'm on to some good ideas. No. Well, yeah, look at you. Think but what is bit. it? You, you're you saying that you've told me. I've told you a few times. For Christmas, yes. I want you to get me that baseball cap that's sitting on the table. Well, no, I don't want that baseball cap. That's well, that's my on. cap, and yeah. it's furry, so yeah. obviously. It looks stupid as hell. It looks so chic. Yeah, chic. <laughs> yeah. With the outfit that I wear it with? Yeah, totally. You know you like yeah. my look. No, you look like a uh, dog bed. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. Everybody asks me. On, everybody asks me. Everybody yep. asks me. Because Everybody. It's yeah, the picture. Like, where, where do you get a dog bed for your head? No, it's the picture of me next to Jamie Kennedy last Friday from after Hollywood Hollywood House Lift Party oh. when I did the radio the next morning. Look at you. Look at you. For anyone who wants to look at the cap that doesn't oh. make me look like a dog bed. And that was a that was a good time night. So my wife. No, uh, it wasn't. Yeah, my wife got to go to two Christmas parties. It was hor. No, it wasn't. The other one. Didn't. Oh, that's right. You, that's right. Oh my God, that's right. You You're getting ready to hate. Let's go. I'm not. I'm, I'm Here not. we go. My wife you went to a Christmas party. She hating. was supposed to go to two Christmas parties. She got to, confused. There was only one, so she went to one Christmas party. And then it you know, wasn't a Christmas party. It was Hollywood House Lift. Okay, slash Christmas party. From what you told me, that's what you told me. Okay, Jeff's show. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, Jeff, Jeff on your second Jeff's season. show premiered. It's on television. It was released on freebie. Just like there's going to be a a day when Traders is going to have a premiere day. Yeah, that's the oh, day that I it premiered. It You're acting like it was a Christmas party. And what what's more is I'm sure that Jeff, like many of the rest of the chumps, will be traveling for the holidays. So I understand that you're turning it into a Christmas party, too, because it's actually December. But the and day last of the year, party, he had a Christmas party. And the year before that, he had a Christmas party. No, he only had... The last time he had a party was when, he got, when we all got sick. He yeah. didn't have a party after that. No, he had a party last year. Where? You got shit-faced at it. You're talking about the one that you and I went to. Yeah. 
That the was COVID four spreader. years ago. No, it was It was last year. Listen to the podcast, bro. Tommy, it was December 2021. Okay. And we got COVID. The super spreader event was yeah. in 2021. Okay. I, I, if you he listen, has not had a party since. Okay. And the Memorial Day was also a Memorial Day at his house, and that was even further than the other one. Okay. Well, you had a party this year, an event, it whatever you want to call it. It was the premiere of his show. Fabulous. You went. Yeah. You did not come home. You stayed over. Because always, why? You were doing radio in the morning. That's right. Fantastic. And Shams got sick during the night. And woke up and threw up on my head. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now I'm my glad head he did. And my back. N because of that's your how I was up, woken up. Woken. That's, that's how I was woke up. Wo awoken. Uh, awaken. Awoken. Awoken. Awitten. Wow, that's how I was shit's so, going yeah. left. So, so yeah, wait, why are you talking about so this is the do you realize that the way you started this story was it's Maris's fault. I didn't say anything about you. That, that that's your interpretation of it. I didn't say you, anybody's fault. No, you, I said that was a good no, night. No, no. You're like you had you had two. No, you had two Christmas parties. Yeah, and then you, you went two? into this whole diatribe about Christmas parties. No, I thought that you had you were you were gone. Is what I was getting at. Yes. You weren't here. It was Let, just me. I woke up in the, the middle violence. of the night. Cue well, the violence. I woke up in the middle of the night to being thrown up on my head. Cue, cue the violence. Like, that's how I woke up, and then I had to clean everything up. I had to redo the bed. And then we got back in bed, and he threw up again on me. Three hours later. Yeah, he threw up again on me. So then I had to do it again. This time I smartened up. I put a... a um, Towels? Well, no, I changed everything, but I, I put a garbage can by the bed. Because he had to throw up again later, but he just threw up in the garbage can, as opposed to in the bed or on me. It was a very, very eventful night. It was a 24-hour bug. I didn't get any sleep. It was more like a 12-hour bug because... Yeah, yeah. The next like, day, he was pretty much he, okay. He went and they, through... And they sent us something from the school telling us. You guys went through hell. But we didn't get it till the next day. You know what I mean? Like, they get, I got the, the, the memo the next day. Oh, be on alert. There's a, there's a bug. There's a virus going around in the school. It's like 24 hours, bunch of throwing up, bunch of sick. Just a heads up. It's like, I already had it, you sons of bitches. Yeah. You couldn't have sent this home yesterday? So... <laughs> So the kids all have like a 24-hour bug. Quite frankly, it was exactly what the email said. Uh, yeah. Um, and please and, and don't bring your kids back. The description was exactly what one hand was down. Yeah. Like it was literally. It's going to last. In the email, yeah. it said it's going to last. Don't bring your kids yeah, back they, to school So they for complain of a bellyache. If they complain of a bellyache. Anyway. And it's like literally word for word about what happened the night before. And I just like, it was 24 hours late. I'm so like, not to make it about me, but during that harrowing night that you had i was listening to you going through hell on the camera because the camera would alert my phone and i'm sitting awake did not sleep a wink at joey zauzig's house and i just sat there and i was like in a really nice house i wish i could tell you who's i was in the throes of it dude i, <laughs> like, I, was just, I, I would put him somewhere like go stand there you know what i mean what would you do I would put him somewhere, like just like here, stand here uh -huh. while I clean up mess here, right? And uh -huh. he'd throw up where he's standing. And it was like, oh, ah, man. You know, it was just, yeah. Because I could hear that. I was like, so I'm and sitting going, here, my heart's being really fast. He's got throw up like all over his face, dipping out his chest. And he's like, I'm going to have to go to school tomorrow, right? I'm like, no, bro. That's I'm hysterical. like, no, bro, you're all right. You're all right. You're all right. It was, wow, uh, what it was, a three nature. Yeah. I heard it's called the fuck you fours. 
It's a fucking flu, I'll tell you that. That's funny that in the middle of vomiting, he's a way better, braver vomiter than I was when I was a kid. I was so scared. When I vomit, I would panic. Yeah, he, no, he was all right. All right, so I found out, by the way, this is some scorching hot tea, mm. that Paulina Cohen, ex-girlfriend of Mike, is upset that I was talking about her newly found commercials that she's putting on lifestyle videos, the reels that she's making on IG. Mm. How'd she hear? Through the pod? She listens, to, yeah. And how'd you hear that Through, she's upset? I can't reveal how. Oh. But I will say this. Oh, that's dirt. I That's tea. I just, I just thought to myself. She's got a spy in her circle. No, I just thought to myself, you know, it's interesting that the toxicity comes from Shaw's because what that tells me is that she's upset with me and therefore will say bad things like I'm a hater or I'm a bitch or I'm yeah. a jealous or whatever. Bitch, if you're proud of what you're doing, you wouldn't be defensive when someone is talking about you. You'd be like, oh, dope. My new career on Reels is popping off. Someone's People talking are about talking about it. Yeah. Exactly. Good or bad, they're talking. And I never said anything bad. Yeah. I said... Eh, you weren't very complimentary. I, I didn't say anything bad about eh. her. What I said was... You said Guess it was a little what? thirsty. And it is. Wait, it no, is. no, no, no. I, I said she was thirsty? Yes. yes. Okay. So go back what? and listen. It was along those lines. There was like... No problem. I'm not going to deny yeah. that I there wasn't um, yeah. a strong twist of, of of no i i wasn't oh my god <laughs> i'm sure my comment was shady that's yes, all i'm saying yes you were throwing shade but like shade light oh shade like light. now it's going truth. shade heavy the truth oh, oh the truth. so it's not shade it's, it's all truth. right if i were gonna say oh my god i'm so excited for paulina's new career i feel like she is a model actress for a lot of big ads and brands like she had a gap commercial she was in a starbucks commercial she just did a cell phone i mean that would have been a lie she's um what do you call it self-producing social media videos like little shorts yeah and obviously there's no brands tagged <laughs> and obviously it came out of nowhere yeah. And of course, the shade you and I threw, which we always should, is that she lied and told us all, every single one of us, that she didn't know Mike from Shaws of Sunset when she met him, period. Not even. She That's didn't, what we she said. Didn't know Mike, she didn't know Shaws of Sunset. She, she had never know, watched yeah, it. Yeah, she never, she barely heard of it. She didn't know about it. And Yeah, I, she acted know. very dumb at Sammy Unai's yeah. party. yeah. When I first met them, and that is what we said. Even like if she was in the room, yeah. like, Paulina, oh, I listen, I would be the first to tell her. What's up with your new career? You're no, defensive? No, what? But what? no offense. Not you, not Mike, not fucking Reza, not Gigi. Nobody can identify with Paulina more than I can. I'm a spouse of one of the people on the show. Mm -hmm. So. I know what's up. You know what I mean? Like, I know I didn't know about Charles of Sunset before the fucking show came on. You're going to tell me you didn't? I don't believe it. Just because of the way you're maneuvering. Like I said, there's instances and shit that, that the time we filmed here and she didn't say a fucking peep out there. And then we came inside and she fucking wouldn't shut up. You know what I mean? On camera. So I think that there's an amount of, you know, she likes the fame. Hold on. Just lean in, dude. Admit it, because that turns me off, too, when you act like you don't, and then you're making these, these self-produced fucking... I, trust me, I could be a hit on Instagram, too, dude. You know what All I mean? All I'm saying is... I had real popular videos for a minute, but it's just... 
I got other shit that I got going on in my life. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not trying yes. to be insta-famous. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. I'm just saying this. If I can't talk about, like, if you're sitting in the room, if Pauline is right here and I can't say to her, so what, what's going on on Instagram? Yeah. Like, you were, the last I heard from you, you called me from the hotel after that page six article went up. And then they were seen on vacation together in Mexico, and she's calling me from a bathroom of the hotel. Here we are, standing at, let's say, wherever. I shouldn't be able to say, like, so what's up? Oh, 100%. You broke up with your boyfriend or uh, Mike, your fiancé. You're now you're seeing somebody new. We all met him through an IG reel, and what's up? Yeah. Like, if you can't talk that real, then the person, what they're doing, they're embarrassed about it. If you're out there doing something that makes you happy, that you are excited about, that you're proud of, that you're putting in time of your precious day, the production quality of getting into a pair of shorts and twirling around with your boyfriend under a threshold or whatever, it's production. It's time that you're spending out of your day. Yeah, you no should shit. be proud of what you do. Life is precious. You're a mother of two. You're a woman with a lot of resources, financial ones. And now that you're doing something new, you should be excited about it. If you're not, and that feels like that's or the if vibe. if you're defensive about it. If you're defensive, you're telling me you're not. And when people talk about me at the agency, they're like, hey, you're like back in real estate. I am like, I am so fucking, so back. fucking back. I am like so happy. I'm so happy. It's like the biggest compliment that I can receive mm. is that you're watching my IG telling me that I'm crushing life. Yeah. If you recognize that I'm doing real estate, then... That was one of my best versions no, I, of listen, myself. I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are at the agency that had their doubts about you and whether or not you know, MJ, she probably wants to get on the show or she probably, she, and now that I've sit there and it's like, oh shit, wow, she's really doing it. Good for her. Well, I don't she's think people really remember that she's I was. Really, whatever. I'm saying that there's definitely been a few that uh, are talking about just what I'm saying. That knew who you are, knew you were on a show, knew that like, oh, she's probably not going to work hard. She's probably not going to bust her ass. I bust my ass every day. And now see you work hard. That's like, oh, shit, I was wrong. She's really doing her thing and she's trying. Well, or, someone or like how about this? A lot of people probably thought, wow, I bet you MJ would dread to not be on TV and go back to the job that she was doing before, which is opposite of how I feel. That too. So I love... Who made me the person that I am was the person that I was doing my thing. Being career driven is the thing that attracted me to every person in the, in the universe, except for my mom and dad. It's like part of who you are. If you're thriving and you're doing what you love, then you're like vibrating on that. Like people flocked to that energy, right? Warren Buffett. When his kids, I think he's got four or five kids, when they all got to an age, he gave them their inheritance. He gave them, like, this is it. This is what you're getting. You're not getting anything else. I'm going to give you a lot of money to donate for charities and shit like that. But as far as what you're getting, this is what you're getting. And one of his sons took that. It was a bunch of Berkshire Hathaway stock. At the time, like right now, today, it's worth $300 million. Mm -hmm. But at the time, it wasn't worth that. It was worth, you know, not pennies, but it was like a few hundred thousand dollars, whatever. The kid sold all his stock because he wanted to become a musician. 
and he used it to become a musician, like in the sense that instead of keeping it in Berkshire Hathaway, yeah, he sold it all. Oh, I remember. He doesn't regret any of it because he created a life for himself. Like he's he's worked on movies and like he's he's been able to become a musician. That was the one thing advice his father gave him was do what you love, whatever it is, do what you love. This will give you the opportunity to go pursue whatever it is you love. And he, that's what he did. He went and pursued what he loved, which was music. And he struggled for a long time and he had to live, you make it, you know, and to, you know, not hand was, to mouth. Uh, was um, Jimmy Buffett the son of Warren Buffett? And did he go on to make the song Margarita <laughs> That, that shows music. the level of intelligence I'm dealing with. Yes, yes, Margaritaville. And he died recently. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Warren Buffett is still alive. Yes. No, Jimmy Buffett died. I know. I just said that. What's your point? You know, just, you know, try to do something that you love. And it's like you're doing something with the real estate that you love doing. What I'm trying to say is I was very proud of who I was. And it's a time when if you can go and think back and be like, you know where I really felt like I had my shit together. I loved where my career was in. I had money saved up. I didn't have debt. It was just a good career headspace. I felt like I was healthy and, you know... I lived a little, I had, you know, it was probably before my dad got sick, that's for sure. Because anyway, my point is that like where I am now feels a lot like where I was back then. I have a lot to be grateful for. I'm proud of myself, you know. Yeah, but to wrap it up with Paulina, she wasn't an influencer before. Like this is all new. And if she was like, you know, listen, I started making some content. I fucking love it. I was getting the feedback and I love it. Maybe, but I just don't think that's what it is. I, I don't, you know, yeah. and I'm not, you know, listen, it's the holidays. I'm not looking to piss on Paulina. You know what I mean? So another thing, Destiny is also upset about the way that I said she wasn't meant to be a main character and they forced her to be a main character. But it's true. And it's part of like people that are watching Shaw's on Netflix have been sliding right on in, yeah. right? And so I'm getting. But a listen, in De- Destiny's like, defense, it's not her fault. I said she it didn't wasn't. know anybody. I said you know it what I mean? Was the the, the, what, if you watch or like the part of Shaw's that's supposed to make Shaw's different from all the other shows is that you all knew each other, that you all go back a long time. So the fact that they try to make her fit into that just didn't fit. Especially when there was already like congestion and kind of acrimony between the people that did know each other. You know what I mean? Last week, all we said was because so many people walk up to me and they're like, hey, you know, your show, I watched your first season last night or whatever, you know, just around town doing your thing. When we talked about it, you and me a couple weeks ago, what I said about Destiny was that that's on the producers. Yes. They should have kept her. The season she worked was when it was the season that you and I had a big fight at the painting pizza party. We still lived in Doheny and you were saying that I was drinking way too much to be a mom. Yes. And I asked Destiny to stay. That season, she was her real self. Yeah. She hadn't done anything or pre-back produced. She just yeah. showed up and offered the person that she was. Yeah. And now that we're, you know, Shaw's is back on the air, I noticed like, huh, one of the reasons why, one of many reasons why Shaw's isn't on the air. Number one, the fallout between you, me, and Reza. Done, period. But some of the smaller stuff was trying to make fetch happen. And when you try to make fetch happen, aka make 
main character energy out of people who just don't should that pressure shouldn't have been put on her ever and that's on the producers so that's what i was saying well i do think that the network also became copycatty and they were trying to look at the success of yeah. other shows right. and then trying to put that on Shaz and it just didn't work. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I like Nima, but Nima comes across as a fucking talk show host on television. Right, right, right. You can't have that on a reality mm -hmm. TV show, dude. You got to get into the real. They're well, if you're, but the thing is, Mike, I mean, uh, Nima's talk show personality can work if there's eight guys. But yeah. if there's not eight guys, if there's only Mike and Shervin and, you know, there's got to be strengths so that when, so, like, Nima no, but then he would just have, wants but, to be secondary And cast. then he would have his real shit going down with his family uh, that was, like, real shit, but it was just no one felt connected to it because no one knew him. He, even amongst, like, when he'd be telling someone else on, on the, and they're like, oh, wow, it's like, yeah, oh, that's, you know, it, it's like talking to anyone that you don't really know and then telling you some real shit. How do you react to it? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know what to really tell you because I really don't know you. So it just, it takes away from the realness and the rawness of what made Shaz special. Right. We didn't have history with Nima's family. Yeah. And therefore, if Nima was talking about something personal, we weren't really able to connect and invest and give good, good advice. And you're already thinking about the shit that you've got on your own shit going on. You know but, what I'm saying? But, but like Reza, it, for example, Reza, but, if, but hold if, on. If, 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 if what happened in Nima where his parents put them in a room and said, who do you want to live with? And they went to each other, and then that's how they decided who lived with the who, which is a fucked up thing. But if that's something that he knew Nima since he was a little kid, that would already be like it would be addressed and talked about within the show. Right. Where when he did it, it was like poop dropped in the middle of the show. But you and Reza are fighting, or this one's doing that, and like you couldn't even have time to take into what just happened. Story, and you didn't have an, story development. Yeah, and you didn't have an emotional connection Character to him to be like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, all right, all right. Well, look, I just want to put it out there. I am speaking honestly. I don't think I'm being overly cross or anything. I just think that you got to say what you, you got to say what you think. Okay. You've got a weird look on your face. Okay. Free your mind and the rest will follow. Be colorblind, don't be so shallow. All right. So yesterday I went to the... Birthday party for Shams's uh, classmate down the street. That was nice. It was a really big party. I am a little, I did wake up a little pissed off and then I realized. Are that you a grouchy okay. all day yesterday? No. Yes, you were. You were grouchy all day yesterday. But for many different, it was a traumatic day. Okay. So I had what I would call my first mommy incident. The way Andy Cohen talks about how many times he has public meltdowns in front of people like last week he said that ben had a huge one right in front of Cher, and then he talks about like you know ben having them like more often than shams has had one so it makes me feel like okay well i'm not the that worst mom a, in the world that kid's a fucking piece of cake our kid our kid's a fucking piece of cake dude so yesterday this mother and her kid who is like wearing a big puffer coat and had girth he looked like he was same age as Shams or older. He was crying because he was like rubbing his eyes, like kind of not really, he, you know. He said that Shams, when they were climbing up the bounce house slide on the climbing side, meanwhile, there's like 
Catalina's younger sister is climbing that same ladder. So I was watching like a hawk to make sure that they were being gentle with this two-year-old girl as opposed to all these other, you know, four to five-year-old boys. And some were older because it was, you know, a family party. So the mom is coming back to me and she's like, my son is saying that it was on purpose. Mm. And well, your she, son's a cunt. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, I didn't see that. I'm like not socializing. I'm watching the kids. Okay. Yeah. I'm standing and staring like a hawk onto the bounce house. Cause quite frankly, I haven't met anyone in this class. This is a brand new class of moms. This, this woman is not from school. She's part of the relatives of the people gotcha. invited. Mind you, I walk in and it is a room full of maybe 75 year old men with folding chairs. It looked just like my big fat Greek wedding. The music was blaring from the streets and it was like I was walking into someone's family's get together. But then in the back was the kiddie pool with like the kids from school. So it was like two different parties happening at the same time. Anyway, she wants Shams to apologize. He said it wasn't on accident. It was on purpose. Let me think. Right now, you've got about 40 kids running amok. It's Lord of the Flies, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have a big birthday party, yeah. a five-year-old birthday party with a bounce house? With, it's with bedlam. a trampoline, yeah. a sliding yeah. bounce house, and yeah. a full petting yeah. farm with ma alpacas yeah. and bunnies. and yeah. They're maxed out at their, yeah. you know, no, man, at their fitness, capacity. Absolutely. And this one kid that's like, okay, well, sometimes you get tired and you feel like somebody pushed you or maybe someone did push you. But when the kids were on the trampoline, I was watching every single boy from Shams's class. I know all the kids in the class. I just yeah. haven't met their parents. They're all jumping equally. And when one of them would fall, the other one would land on top and yes. then they would hug and they would jump. And they, but they were boys being boys. Yeah. So unless my son kicked or wasn't, um, what do you call it, or pushed, that which happens, yeah. okay? Then I asked Shams, I was like, Shams, when he, get down, when he got down from the slide, he would run back to the ladder. And he saw me talking to this kid and their mother who was making me, I, I was like, I really fell for it. Like in the moment, I should have been like, lady, yeah. like, sorry. It's tough. You're at a, you're at a party, you know? though. Like, you don't what do you know want people. Me to do? You don't know if they're family. So it's tough to, like, if you're at a park, it's different. It's easier to be like, yeah, whatever, sorry. He won't do it again. Shams, don't do it again. Mm -hmm. But that's the best you're getting. Because, uh, listen, I, you know, I really would don't like to say it. You know, I would say hate to say it, but we try not to say hate anymore in this house. But I really hate to say it. Well, no, but, just say, just say I... I replace the word hate. Yeah, no, I dislike to say it. I, I don't okay. like to say it. But a lot of parents out there, you're fucking cunts, dude. You're whiny bitches. Like, we went to visit a school for kids' chance for kindergarten, and one of the questions from the parent is, well, what will, you, what will we do if, you have, if your kid has anxiety? It's for fucking four-year-olds. It's, it's five-year-olds looking to go to kindergarten. How the fuck do you know if your kid has anxiety, dude? Why is that word even coming up? That's a you word that you're putting out there. And it's like, yeah, he gets very anxious and he gets he gets very, you know, so do, will you have anybody to accommodate him? And it's just like, what the fuck are we doing, dude? Plus, that's like a private, 
uh, conversation she should have in the health office. Yeah, it's not an introductory question at the pre- at the. You know what I mean? At the group. Thing. That just is setting a tone. What are we doing, dude? What are we doing? Because I promise you, if you well, go she's around projecting, the world, she's projecting, and you go to other places, they're not teaching their kids like this. They're not. She's projecting her own anxiety into the world. Of course, onto her so kid. That onto movie kid. that we saw yesterday. You guys, we saw a great movie yesterday. Hopefully we can talk about yesterday a little later. But one of the messages was, if you feel something that's inside of you, that's fear. The movie was about not living in a bubble, you guys. Migration, the the story of it was getting outside of your bubble and you're only as strong as your weakest link. So it was a family of four. And if they, one of them wouldn't, be willing to fly the coop and explore, they were all going to be withheld to that bubble, right? So the movie showed us how if you feel that fear, you're going to project your fearful stuff onto other people, right? Sure. So she's projecting her anxiety onto her son who, yes. who won't have a sh- stand a chance in hell yeah. unless she deals with it. Yes. It's like, how is she going to, is her four-year-old supposed to outsmart her? No. No, and you want to That's know, the mom. But you want to know the worst part? The, the way to deal with it was not the teacher saying, oh, well, we have uh, helpers and we, have, you know what I mean? Given all the things that are going to be able to help this fucking whiny little kid. But no, the woman, the, the teachers at the school were just trying to, Make yeah, but that's my look. point. But now we got to accommodate. We got to accommodate as someone who just is saying, listen, maybe she'll no, lighten you the fuck know, up. No, you, you don't know. know. No, you it's don't never going to happen. Look, the kid might have uh, a, a type of childhood trauma right now that could make her say anxiety in a meeting. But I get your point is like, we're in a room in an auditorium getting a tour of the school and um how that should we... be the first question that gets fired off dude like that but the other dad was like can i throw my kid over the fence basically yeah, can not he so crawl much. out and follow not, me not into so the street? Much. he basically was like where can i drop him you know what i mean like where can i leave him uh do i have to come all the way inside can i just leave him at the door there were because you know what happens is like that whole trap but i want to hang out with that guy that's the guy I want to hang out with is the guy that's thinking like that, not like the other one. So where do we get the bubble wrap? Where do we get the <laughs> bubble wrap? And like, it was just like, oh, man, this is really, come on, dude. You know? So, yeah, so AKA bubble wrap, great pin of the story of yesterday. So when I told Shams to say he's sorry, he, like Shams was being a dick to me. And then I just thought, wow, last week when we were at the comments, he gave me like a, a slap, like a... It yeah, wasn't, he's in a little it bit of a dickish phase. He's being a little bit of a whiny, like, little, you well, know, it's not like him. I like that terrible twos, he never had. I guess you could call it the terrible fours. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shams's reaction to me was like, <sighs> kind of like compounded by us being at the comments a few days back. And it's not like he punched me or hit me hard, but it was in the striking body thing. And I was like, I can't accept that. I can't accept no that. Way, so man. I had to take him straight to the car. I held his elbow 
with my arm the whole time he's like having a fit. He's so pissed because I've just told him we're not going to get ice cream. We're going home. And it was physically very, very difficult for me to control his body because I had like my phone and my keys and my whatever. So I like, yeah. So I basically put it down and I just needed to get a good hold of his um, elbow arm and then I just walked and I walked and in order to get over on him, like I'm stronger than you, I started my pace faster. That's when he knew who's boss. Oh, shit. And it was a silent ride home. Oh. And then it was a silent walk in, into the house. We went straight to his room. He curled up onto the glider, the rocking chair, and I sat on his bed at ledge where I never do. And I just sat there in silence and I channeled my inner Shams Javid and I go, you know. You buy you a condo? <laughs> <laughs> I go, you know, there was a little while when mommy went to the castle because that's how he describes it. And I was like, you know, you were used to having a little bit of mommy and a little bit of daddy every single day. And now it's been a while where you've just had a little bit of daddy. That's, 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 you and that was I, months ago, bro. This is, that's what I was talking about. I was like, when I was talking about the castle time, and I he said, a, I'm back. Register one. That yes, doesn't he did. Re- no. He talks about it with me. Hello. So I said, you and I are going to rebuild together. We're going to figure it out. And I can't have hitting, whatever, the, if there were any other yelling, disrespect. We'll build a bridge together, blah, blah, blah. Done yesterday. That fucking... Ho at the party got the best of me because then Shams started to mouth off on to me, like being like, no, and like not letting me like stop him to talk to him. And so whatever. It was just like kind of a I was like, fuck. Now everyone was the party was like turning around and like staring at Shams and me. And then Yeah, see that's when you can't give a fuck. That's when you can't care. That's when it's all right, kid, we're going home. That's it. We're out of here. I don't give a fuck about anybody else at the party who I'm never going to see again. Probably don't know any of their names. It's much more important that he gets the message than to show face well, at the party. he got the message. No, good. good. But it was a little bit, I don't know what to say, traumatic. It was a lot. Yeah. I but bet. I just got pissed. But it's okay. I mean, it's part of motherhood, you know. And we're not landing on a good on a bad note. Uh, it's the holidays, so we're, we were pissed. He's good. All. He was good. Um, listen, man. You guys have a school. You want me to send some books to? Please DM me. I'll get some books to them. You know, I I, I sent a ton of books to that school in uh, Maine, so they're they're very appreciative. I want to thank anybody that donates. That's okay. I have more I can say. Go ahead. I'm out. Okay. Love I'm going to so watch football. Much. Later, I'm going to hang out with you guys. Tommy's got to go watch football, but I have other things. So we'll do a recap of the week, which basically I'm going to start with this. I've been loving the communication about the previous podcast. You guys are talking about the stuff that me and Tommy went through and my mom's participation in that last episode, which I also thought was great. I have been off my um, F45 workouts this last week. Um, believe me, a week is a really long time, but I want the reason I'm talking about my workout routine is because it's falling off. I don't think you should only talk about when you're like going every single day. I think you should also talk about when the holidays are here 
and we're spending a lot more time together tree trimming and everything that comes with the holidays. There are more of our corporate events, the people that are lonely, the family time that you, you know what it is without listing every single thing. I would wake up and made the decision like, okay, I think you're not going to F45 for the next couple of days. And when I didn't go and haven't gone for the last week or so, I felt something brand new. And you know what that brand new feeling is? I didn't feel guilty. There was an absence of guilt. That is amazing. And that's a breakthrough because what I normally do is be like, oh, fuck, what, you're not you know, getting your workout or whatever. Well, guess what I'm doing? I'm taking Toya on long loops that she doesn't usually get. But if you stop working out or doing your intent as intense routine during a certain era of your year, you can still do other things like I'm going to do this instead. I'll go for a bike ride instead. I might go for a yoga stretch class instead, but I'm not stopping exercise. All right. So I feel that Christmas is another time that people purge and not just spring cleaning because a lot of people have been talking to me about like this whole home organization and donation of stuff and all the extra things that we're accumulating and we're accumulating way too much and how um, the more that you clear out the space in your house, your closets should have space inside of them. They shouldn't be packed to the hilt. If you open up drawers and they're in disarray, if your you know, labels aren't all facing out in your cabinets and your pantries. And we're just trying to make every orifice of our environment look easy on the eyes. And so I think I did that a long time ago. So what's happened now is that we've had more things added and human has been added to our life. And so I want to say that I love it. I love the direction it's going, but there's again, there's this like this absence of guilt that I used to feel. I'm talking about it because I'm still training my brain to fully convince myself that the things that I spend time doing for myself are fueling me with positivity and prosperity and harmony. And, you know, it's all good shit. So I want to make sure that I don't lose sight of that because I want to almost like pat myself on the back for making a little milestone in my own mental health and well-being. I want to make a goal of my mom and I in this like positive path we're on. I want to cultivate it. And for instance, yesterday I texted her and I was like, hey mom, when you want to come back, come by again, come back again. And she was like, you tell me. And I was like, no, you tell me. And then so she just told, her final text was uh, that she still feels like she's, she's like has a cold. And so I was like, okay, okay. I'll give her a few more days. But like, I'm usually too uncomfortable to be affectionate to my mom because there's pain on top of it. And our ability to be affectionate has been like kind of strangled by our difficulties, like the tumultuous stuff. So now I'm like, well, when she's frail, I'm not going to be withholding my love. I don't, I, you don't ever want to withhold your love and affection, you know? So we're not affectionate toward each other because it's so uncomfortable and like unfamiliar. So because we've been getting along, I want to continue to cultivate the direction, the positive direction that it's going in. Okay, great. So I'm continuing to take this um, 
mental inventory on stuff. And I mean, you know, I'd like to keep talking in the future on like touching on the stuff that we find that we're doing better at. But um, long story short, and I'm ending this beautiful rant right now because I love where things are. I hope that I can take the rest of this year working maybe like one to two days a week and then taking the other five days a week, continuing to like prepare for January and enjoy the holidays and spend time with family and very close friends and whatever you guys know. Are we on the same page? All right, guys. Last thing, I am loving doing the cameos right now. It is such a fun and festive time. So keep it coming. It's great. Slide into our DMs on the Till the Dirt DM on any platform that you have been reaching out to us. And if you want to send a DM, I think a new rule we're going to have is it's always going to be anon unless you guys specifically uh, want a shout out. Okay. Have a great week. Everyone stay safe and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.